1: Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter, the first post-2022 World Cup Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. I'm joined by Paul Doolan. Hello. And
0: Dave Watson. Hi, Japs. Sorry, I was distracted by my beer on a coaster. It looked like it was going to, you know, stick to the bottom of the cup. Glass, pint. Hi. Hi. Could you describe it in more detail, please? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it sounds thrilling. <laughs> Speaking of thrilling, um, it, it it feels like an odd time to be doing this podcast for like a number of reasons. It's it's very close to Christmas. I guess that's not uh, in, unusual in of itself. But uh, yesterday was quite possibly the best football match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Happened yesterday. Uh, well, you now say we're in, that, but. Remember, me and you were in the crowd for the Newcastle uh, Carabao Cup game away at Crystal Palace <laughs> that was nil-nil and ended in penalties. <laughs> so let's not throw away, throw around things like that. True. Well, I was going to say that now is the time that we're going to turn our attention to the Carabao Cup. It feels like an odd time. I'm not ready to think about... I've got no enthusiasm at all for thinking about Newcastle United right now. I know that I'm currently hosting a podcast, presumably <laughs> listened to by people who are ready to be enthusiastic about Newcastle United. I, I'm sure I'll get into it again. I know you two feel differently, probably particularly you, Dave. But at the moment, I, I just don't think there's anything better than tournament international football. I, I just think it's so much better. I, I know, Dave, you're giving me funny faces, but I can, I can make my case. Go on, you make your case against...
0: Um, I have no interest in international football whatsoever. I think the majority of the competition is flat track bullies being flat track bullies. And the minute it gets to knockout competition, then there's, I'd prefer the FA trophy, the FA cup, the league cup, the copper Italia, like club teams is a higher standard than international sides. And I'm not English, not properly.
1: Oh, what are you then?
0: Half Scottish, (laughs) half English.
1: Half Scottish, half English? Yes, I think Paul's the same. So, (laughs) who do you support in the cricket? Um, I think that, I was thinking about it this morning, like, why do I love it so much? Despite the World Cup being so morally indefensible this season, it's it's so different to club football in the sense that all the players or most of them there are some exceptions I imagine they're not doing this for money every footballer in club football or most footballers in club football are only really playing for the club who pay them the most right they'll kiss the badge or whatever but they're they're playing for the the decisions the choices that they make in terms of what club they're going to play for are about money and their career right? yeah I see think it's all money I, don't, I think a lot yeah. of players go and play for pep rather than going to play in like Saudi Arabia where they can get higher wages because they know what's that's, better for their career There's but it's 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 like it's essentially selfish reasons right I don't think there's anything wrong with it but that's and 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 also mm-hmm. the club's that do the best these days are the ones with whichever club has the most evil owners will probably do the best because they've got yes. the most money. Yeah, come on! Because <laughs> it's a competition of who's got the most money. And like, and even when we do win things, mm-hmm. Newcastle. One, if England ever win anything, I know that if I am in England at that point. I will be able to open my front door and hear streets of people cheering. Because I don't live in Newcastle, I will open my front door in South London if we ever win anything and hear nothing but sirens. But sirens and stabbings. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the players who win it for us, most of them, you know, they won't be bad people, but they would have, they'll be playing for us because we pay them the most money. Or, I, or because or because they ch- decided we had the best chance of them winning a trophy. Go on, if we get in the FA Cup final and Miggy Almiron scores the winner and you see that smile, you're not going to think, oh, well, he's just doing it because we're paying him more money than anyone else. No, of and course not. It, it would mean more like, to me yeah. like to enjoy Miggy Almiron having that kind of... Narrative or that journey than it would for most of it, than Harry Kane scoring the winning goal in a World Cup final. Yeah, it would be a different feeling. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm. I don't expect in that moment to be the, to be anything less than delighted if that moment <laughs> should ever come.
0: <laughs> I, just... I think like the modern footballer <laughs> makes his moves because yes, yeah, some of them will, will move because of the money, but a lot of them move to to play football to to get the opportunity to play football because they've got such a short career they need to play football so they'll move for that they'll move like you saying Paul to to work with a really good coach but some of them they've you know they've got plenty of options and they choose a club because it feels like the right club for them at the time you know it, it it's not all cash. In fact, I would argue that f- for Premier League standard players, it doesn't really matter if they go and play for Brentford or Crystal Palace or or, or whoever. It's more about the feel of the club because they'll get the same amount of money wherever they go. Yeah, but
1: it's it's not all cash but the World Cup final yesterday, yes, in terms of football, there have been games as exciting in domestic football over mm. the you know, they happen every now and again. But it felt so momentous because of the size of the event and because of, like, Lino Messi and his career and what that meant. And he's someone who could have chosen to play for Spain, you know, when things were looking <laughs> better for them. But he he's That's chosen true. to play for a country that, I mean, it's not like it's Norway. But, like, he's chosen, yeah. he, he plays for Argentina because that's his country. And then, like, for a whole nation, for it to mean so much to a whole nation, I find quite moving. And it feels bigger
0: but than football to me. But, sorry, um, don't you think that a lot of players who are playing for perhaps unfancied nations, like, for example, Senegal did in, God, when was it, whichever World Cup it was, all those players were play, playing for a move. They were, they were dancing their best on the world stage to get a move. And you'll see after this World Cup, West Ham will fuck off and go and buy somebody that had a good World Cup. They will. They'll just go off and buy somebody who had a good World Cup. We've probably looked at players who've had a good World Cup because it's, it's a way for them to increase not their cash, but their cachet. Lionel Messi kept playing because he is one of the greatest footballers of all time. He wanted that World Cup. He wanted that to 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 have it. He wasn't doing it for the pride of Argentina, but for the pride of himself. And I've no problem sure, with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: They, yeah sure. I'm sure it's both, but yeah, probably mainly like anyone, you know, yes. Here's an interesting one. Where would you rather be Buenos Aires yesterday or Leicester the day they won the title? Buenos Aires yesterday oh, I can't I think I would rather be a Leicester fan that Which day is, I mean the key the key part of that question is you've just asked the question of where would you rather be Buenos Aires or Leicester oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> n- not taking account the places <laughs> just in football in terms only so I would rather have been in Buenos Aires Like, oh, no. I think that would be absolutely fucking amazing yeah, I I have you been even somebody
0: <laughs> I have. I would rather be in, you know, Bradford. No, I think the I'm not a, a massive fan of international football, but yes, the the unifying sense that a country winning something has on that country. Totally understand it. It was like that with the, the Rugby World Cup with um, Johnny Wilkinson. Being in a rugby town when that happened, we were up in Leeds, and yeah, everybody was super excited about that 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 result. I can understand it. However, club football is a higher standard. Club football is um, it's it means more to me. It means more to the fans. I believe, like all these fans that have gone over to watch England, they are probably. Gillingham fans first, and England fans. They're Lincoln fans and England fans. They're they're not they're not exclusively England fans. So the
1: well, and of course, they're not exclusively England fans. But I do I do think that the I don't, I don't see myself becoming part of the England support army. I, army. I, I don't enjoy that element of it, and I think that that I think England fans tend to be, Ones who are really into it and travel, I think a lot of them tend to not support Premier League teams, right? They come from yeah. other par- other parts of the country with smaller yeah. teams. Yeah, I think all that happened is yesterday was an amazing game of football, but that doesn't make international football suddenly more exciting to me than club football. Yeah, I How still did you put it like far a- lower down. I prefer. I would rather watch our championship games than England games. I'll get more excited by those, more tense. Overall, than an England World Cup game,
0: yeah. an For England me,
1: knockout, the, yeah. a, a regular championship game versus Pretty an a, England well, knockout a World Cup championship game. game. I'd be more nervous about that going into it. I think me and Dave aren't as virulently nationalist as you. We've well, got, this is the thing. <laughs> we've not got the same artwork you've got up that uh, I've seen. That <laughs> thing.
0: We, we don't have a I flag and a bio. We
1: don't want our country back the way you always say you want <laughs> yours back. We just. I just think it's odd how I'm in my minority opinion here. I don't like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's strange to me. But you always say you find it odd that you're in the minority in Britain. And yeah. you, you won't elaborate on what you mean by that. <laughs> Whereas me and Dave are a bit easier, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel that way. I mean, what I mean by that. We've is not got a problem with Meghan theater. Markle. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we've got to stop talking over each other. What did you say? I said, We've not got a problem with Meghan Markle, right? The way that you do. Look, it, do you want to imply that I'm racist anymore, Paul? Oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the World Cup, uh, our players. Who made the biggest impact of the Newcastle United squad? No one in particular, right? Who played the most minutes? Fabian Shah? Trippier, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd guess a Trippier, but I don't think anybody made a particular impact, no. No.
1: Bruno? Did Bruno he, he came on maybe once or something? He got an assist, didn't he, I
0: think? He, he, did, he didn't do a lot, but then... Um, or how do you pronounce it? Is it Tite or Chiche? Wh- whatever, he clearly favoured Fred over Bruno, and you know that's you-, you can't play them both. It's not like it's not like you could have played Bruno from the start. And anyway, he's a young lad; he'll he'll get more chances. Share. It's probably his last World Cup.
1: Same for Trippier, and he didn't make. It
0: Say that again. Wilson too. Wilson's thirty years old. You can't imagine a thirty-four-year-old Wilson going to the next World Cup. No, no. But Trippier, he didn't
1: embarrass himself, but at all. But he did get dropped. And probably didn't he? It's sort of it's not clear whether he got completely dropped or it was just Kyle Walker was always going to start when he was fit enough. Maybe. But I think think, yeah, Trippier didn't play particularly well.
0: I've, I noticed that Trippier seemed to be playing a lot more of a contained role than he does at Newcastle. And so he wasn't getting as much freedom to, to run down the flanks as he would do with us. Yes, that's true.
1: Uh, by the way, I, I should have said it at the intro. I've compiled a quiz. I'm going to do it after the break. I'm going to do a quiz for <laughs> Dave and Paul. I'm excited about it. Um, So, you know, just to leave you hanging on that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you uh, one question before we go to the break. Uh, Andy Sheldon said, uh, tweeted us, he said, it's always been said you shouldn't buy players on the strength of a tournament, but but do you think we will next month? Who do you fancy us going in for? Who's the one we've been linked with from Argentina that Howe was talking about today?
0: What, Enzo Fernandez? I
1: think so, yeah, the young midfielder. Yeah. It's already been... Didn't he, didn't he win young player of the tournament? Yeah, how's already said he'd cost too
0: much. Yeah, I'm his sure. his stock is so high. So I think it's really two questions, which is, like, who do you think we've had a look at? And I would think that Ashworth and his team have had a look at all of the, like, all of the, the key players pre-World Cup, and the World Cup performances might have move them up or down in a, in in our reckoning in terms of who i would like to go for that josko Kvardiol, um from croatia center back he it, he looks super impressive he looks like a real real good footballer um, the rest of it it i don't know i don't i didn't notice our key positions to be fair i only watched about four games of the world cup I just wasn't that invested. I think in t-
1: um, t- where are where we need to sign players the most? The Moroccan like holding midfielder whose name escapes me, Amrabat. I think it was Amrabat had a pretty amazing tournament. But I think I sort of agree with the question: you shouldn't buy players on the strength of a tournament. Look at Denzel Dumfries had another really good tournament, but then he is just a very good tournament player who's not up to the standard at club football. I think there's there's a lot of that. I don't think people will really do that anymore. I think that was, mm. I don't think smart clubs were, I think that was a thing of the past. I think El Hadjouf sort of ended that.
0: Um, there was a load of them, wasn't it? It was like Salif Chow and a few others. Like I think there were like three or four Senegalese players who made moves to Premier League. I can't believe
1: you only watched about four games, Dave. That must be a lie to try and sound interesting. (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) hand on heart, I watched two or three of the England games. I watched the World Cup final and I I caught one another one, like another one. And I don't even remember it. I'm not bothered by international. I don't think I watched
1: either semi final. No.
0: Couldn't give a shit. It was an I mean, the World Cup final was amazing, an amazing game of football, full of narrative, full of drama. But the rest of it, I just couldn't give a share. Oh, it's just,
1: it just amazing. I watched nearly every minute of every game, and I cannot remember the names of any players that I didn't previously know. So <laughs> I can't offer anything in, in that respect. There were so many good games. Argentina-Netherlands. You didn't watch Argentina-Netherlands? Doesn't Doesn't nalacia I mean, these were m- much better football matches than you will have seen anywhere else this decade. They were like such good games. I'm not talking about quality in terms of. I'm talking about drama and excitement. But it's only drama if that excites you, and if the stakes of international football well, mean football. anything to you. Well, it's yeah. different though. Club football. I feel much, we've been through this, haven't we? I just feel much higher stakes in any Newcastle game than any international game. Yeah, I like watching an underdog. I like watching the Morocco games and them sort of defying the odds. But in the same way, I like watching Brighton beat Man City. That's oh, just so weird to me. Well, so so strange. I think I think when one person is saying, the other two people are just so weird. <laughs> I think a mirror might need to be wheeled in. <laughs> and you, uh, yeah. I, I come back on a point that Dave made earlier on because I just remembered. you talk about flat track bullies. I mean, really? Argentina lost the first game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Spain and Germany both. Like Spain won their first match eight 0 but then also lost a game. Germany lost in the group stages. But Brazil if you... lost early on. Like so many, like it's just not true. It's just not true, Dave. It's not awful. talking about Newcastle. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> just, yeah. just right. We'll have a break. We'll have a break. <laughs> Which is just. Right, I'm I'm moving over to an international football podcast and I don't want to do Newcastle anymore. I'm going to have a break now and you can get another host for the second half. <laughs> Whoever is presenting this football podcast for the second half will see you then. But thank you. It's been a good 10 years. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, my name is Rory Quinn, and I am your new host. Of... No, it's me. It's I've decided. I've decided to. Um, I've, come, I've come back with my tail between my legs. I, I, I the first thing I did was approach uh, the BBC and ask if I could have my own podcast on there, talking about the World Cup. <laughs> There's out. never been a better time to start one. It's, it's not worked out, so I'm I'm back to host the Newcastle Natter, despite hating everything about it. Not true, of course. I've got a quiz for you. I, I feel like I might have hyped it too much, but I've, and I, I don't know how easy or hard it is. But here we go. Oh. I, there's some things that I found quite interesting. Does it have a name, Allah? No, because uh, it's all—it's all, a bit scattergun, and it's a, there's actually not that many questions. But here we go. So, oh okay, before, before we start, I, how do we do the answering? Do we write our answers down? I'll, I'll tell. If, 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 uh, I will tell you as we go. I will explain it as we go. The first question is about the World Cup. What I'd like you each to do, (laughs) (laughs) what I would like you each to do is uh, write down your answer.
0: Oh shit! I'm gonna have to. All right, all right. You
1: don't have to write it down. You can just keep it in your head. We've done this in the past. It's a trust-based thing. I'm writing down, but I'll trust Dave if he wants to go first. Okay. So the the question is, it's a difficult one. I wouldn't be surprised if neither of you get it. Which Newcastle United player has gone the furthest in World Cup history? And how far did they go? So they had to be playing for Newcastle when it happened? They were playing for Newcastle when it happened. They don't have to have been... I've got a cu- two questions in this related. They, they don't have to have played, but they had to have been in a World Cup squad. And is it only Premier League era? It's it's the whole of time, but it does happen to be in the Premier League era. Oh, okay. They were a Newcastle United player when it happened. Oh. There's one that I'm not sure... Well, we'll come to it. I wouldn't. It's perfectly said. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if neither of you got it. But here we go. I'm going to ask uh, Dave. I'll ask you first. What's your guess? Have you got a guess? Givash. Givash. Uh, mm-hmm. You're referring, I assume, to France '98. There, Paul. Uh, what's your answer? I crossed out Givash because I don't think we'd signed him by that point. But I'm not sure. I've gone Moussa Soko. Okay, uh, good uh, guesses from both of you. Uh, Givash, as I understand it, we have not signed him. My thought, so- my source, is not on this list. Sissoko, and what? And what? Where are you saying Sissoko got? Didn't to? he win? Sissoko was not a, a Newcastle United player when they won the World Cup. When he was in the uh... squad. I think he got to the quarterfinals when he was a Newcastle United player. I'll give you just you can just now, just for fun, fire out some guesses. Did you Haman? No. Ooh, he ah. would have been with Liverpool, I would imagine, when Germany Yeah. David Santon. No. Ooh. Uh Shall I tell you I- I'll tell you that they were a runner-up Andros Townsend <laughs> No They played for France They were a runner-up Covan. No Remy Cabella No It was in 2006 Goodbye. Shall I tell you Nah. Please. Uh, hang on, hang they on. have been. They. Donny. Um, they are not the best player in Newcastle United's Premier League. Sylvan Distan. Worse than that. Uh, Babiaro. No, he wasn't. Uh, France, was he? Oh. Shall I tell you? Yeah. Please. Boom. No way. No. No. I'm looking at a picture of Boomsong receiving his runners-up medal for the 2006 World Cup. Another Newcastle United United player who did uh, play. He was a Newcastle United player at the time, and he did play some minutes in that World Cup. Won a third place medal. Any guesses? Was that 2006? No, 2014. 2014. He he actually made a a fairly memorable contribution to that work. Bieduca? No, not runners up. (laughs) What are we talking about? (laughs) Third place. Third place. You're not going to get it. It's fine. Who was it? It was Tim Krul. Oh, of course. Oh, he got subbed on, didn't
0: yeah.
1: he? For apparently shootout. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you... I've got another question. I hope this... I hope okay. this gets easier. Less yeah, World I'm, ho- I'm hoping this one isn't too hard. Uh... Yesterday is the 21 year anniversary of we're going into this Christmas in third place. 21 years ago, we went into Christmas in first place Mm -hmm. because 21 years yesterday, we played Arsenal at Highbury and won 3-1. Oh, I've written Arsenal 3-1 there. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Sorry. I, I, I assumed you'd both know that. It was a big <laughs> But game. who was top of the charts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two players were sent off in that game, one for each side. Do you want to put
0: in a guess each?
1: I know the Newcastle one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the arse. I think I might know both. Should I go first? Go for it. Bellamy. Yeah. And Vieira. Dave, you got a guess for the Arsenal player? Dixon. No, you're both wrong on the Arsenal player. Do you want to have one more guess each?
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Keone. Oh. Um, All's wrong. You've got one guess.
0: Fuck, I can see him. No. no, no, can't pull his name. I Ray want to say, Paul. sorry? It was Ray, Ray, Ray Parler. Oh, yeah. Like, wasn't who I was thinking of, but... He
1: looks in a bad way these days. <laughs> <laughs> he does, doesn't he? just he's, he's, lots of Twitter videos of him just hammered in public places. Yeah, he, but he's very, like... He's very much embracing his, like... Public, alcoholic persona. Yeah. Well, he's sort of, his life looks like a stag do, which just, yes, he, yes. he must get through some Gaviscon. But oh, I mean, not for me. The thing is, I get through some Gaviscon and I don't have anywhere near as much fun. So <laughs> to be honest, from the outside, it looks like he's having a good time. Good luck to him. So uh, the next game is, it's up to you between you who wants to go first what i'm suggesting is that game against arsenal i'm looking now at the lineup i'm suggesting that we take you take it in turns to name to guess a player who was involved in that lineup yeah and i'm thinking what it, do you think one life each for getting it getting given a wrong one do you reckon two lives each You can include players who uh, made if they made a subs appearance. That counts. In fact, I'll say one life each. Maybe. In fact, I'll say if they're on if they were on the subs bench, or in the first eleven, you don't lose a life. Okay. So you just take it in turns. One life each.
0: Go on then. Go on then.
1: Okay. Who wants to start? Paul. Lauren Robert uh, I'll just double check correct yes of course he scored the 90th minute winner
0: Dave Watson Ollie Bernard correct
1: Paul. Craig Bellamy correct mentioned already sent off for two yellow cards
0: Alan Shearer correct scored a penalty
1: Andy O'Brien. Correct. Got a yellow card. (laughs) Scored a goal, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did. Mm. Titus Bramble. Titus Bramble uh, did not feature. I'm afraid when I said subspent, I actually don't know. I've only got players who featured (laughs) including subs. Fuck! Including subs. So... Uh, so that's oh, the good day. Was it Davis's alongside him at the back? Correct. Right Gary back. Speed. That's Dave's go. Right, yeah. I thought he'd lost his life. No, that's Gary one.
0: Oh,
1: right, yeah, yeah. Gary Speed? Correct. Yes. Got a yellow card. <laughs> Solano? Well, correct.
0: Dave? Oh. Acuna?
1: Ooh.
0: No, that's not
1: right. Wrong era. Yeah, say. that's way off. You're out by two or three years there. Yeah. Was so it Aaron Hughes in? in? Yes. Well done, Paul. Shea you given.
0: Keep...
1: Yes. You want to keep going? Did Paul still left? Life. Go on. There's a one mid left, and that's it. Um, I'm just looking at it. it's a Bobby real Bobby Robson lineup. We started with five defenders. Uh, we, we, <laughs> this lineup is attacking <laughs> Kieran Dyer Yes. That's eleven isn't it? Yeah, did somebody yeah. said Solano right? Yeah, yeah okay, so the only there's two subs who've not been mentioned.
0: Uh, Lomano Loa
1: Yes, got Ooh. two assists. Scholler.
0: It was a defender. Griffin.
1: I'll tell you, it was Sylvain Distan.
0: Oh, good game. It was a good game. Um, you- just a point of order. Just, yes. <laughs> we signed Givash before the 98 World Cup. Oh. Oh, okay. We signed him in June and the World so Cup he was won. in July, so... Oh, I'm okay. Going. Yeah.
1: In that case, this article in the Shields Gazette is in
0: <laughs> Fuck you, Shields Gazette.
1: Maybe we sign... <coughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yep. Apologies. No, that's all right. It's not your fault.
1: Okay. That was so- one of That was the sort of opposite of the signing a player because they've had a good World Cup thing. I remember watching France 98 being really excited about Guy Roche and it's just like watching a player you've signed have a shit World Cup and watching their <laughs> career vanish before they've even kicked the ball for you. So the next game the next game I've got for you is similar, uh, but won't take as long. <laughs> tomorrow night, is it tomorrow night or Wednesday night? As we record. Tuesday night, so tomorrow as we record. Tomorrow night. Tonight right, as, as we record. Uh, Newcastle make their return to action in the Carabao Cup against... uh who <laughs> we playing Bournemouth? Bournemouth? Jesus. It's not on my mind. I've just seen the greatest football match of all time. I'm not thinking about us playing Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup. Right, OK. But... It's been called the Carabao Cup since the 2017-18 season. Same game. I'm going to say no lives. Paul went first that time. Dave, you can go first this time. The uh, Carabao Cup got its first sponsor in 1981. You don't have to do these in order. Name sponsors. Take it in turns to name a sponsor of the League Cup. So Carabao, we're putting aside to name another sponsor.
0: Uh, Coca Cola. Correct. Rumbelows. Correct. Milk.
1: Correct. Worthingtons. Oh, correct. <laughs> that's, all, that's all i, got, I <laughs> um. There's three to go. There's three left.
0: Carling. Ah oh, shit.
1: Ooh. Paul Dillon. JD Sports. Incorrect, you lose. Oh. Dave, do you want to have a get there's two left? Do you want to have a no, go? No, I'm I'm walking away with my head held high. Okay, the two that we're missing are Littlewoods. Oh, yeah. um, Capital One
0: Capital One uh, I would never have guessed Capital One uh,
1: That question was inspired By Shoots, who tweeted us and said The Carabao Cup which has seen many names Over the years what has been your favourite sponsor Of the League Cup and why Well now we know what they all are I think the answer is obvious right Milk <laughs> Yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And why the answer is also Obvious right it's, it's a cup sponsored by a foodstuff, not a brand. <laughs> so it's yes. sponsored by chickpeas. <laughs> Mad. Yeah. Uh, so that's be sponsored I, by milk. I feel like that was more recent. Like I remember that, but it, that stopped in 1986. But I guess people refer to it as that yeah. for a few years after. Because yes, it was called the the milk cup. Fantastic. I would have liked if they just kept with like staples, maybe not just foodstuffs, just like the steel
0: have you, cup. <laughs> have you tried grass?
1: Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. So we are playing uh Bournemouth. Bournemouth. <laughs> in uh the fourth round of the League <laughs>
0: Cup. <Yes>. My God.
1: <laughs> Well, sorry, Dude, People aren't coming here for detail, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, it's not... To, to turn my attention to the fourth round of the League Cup, it's it's pathetic. <laughs>
0: um, I was watching the fucking Friendly against Rio Vallecano.
1: Yeah,
0: Fine. I did
1: actually find out today that about 15, 20 minutes walk from my house this afternoon, the Newcastle Under-21s played... Um. Crystal Palace at Dulwich Hamlet. It was a cracking game by all accounts. I could have gone to that to that match. I mean, I couldn't because I've got a child and apparently I'm supposed to fucking look after him. But, um, yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Bournemouth game? Dave?
0: Um, I think... It's going to be really interesting to see how we come back from the, the break because we were flying before the, the World Cup. I think that's part of the reason why I resented it because we were in such good form and then suddenly stop, just finish, just go off and do some other things. We probably, from everything I heard from Howe, um, he's saying that Wilson's fit and... And uh, there's no, nothing physically wrong with Bruno. And so these players should be available. But whether he'll start them in a competitive game when they only came back from the World Cup and the psychological impact of that, I don't know. Um, but quite a few of the normal first team has got 90 minutes under their belt against uh, Rio Vicano on the weekend. I reckon... I reckon it's going to be a fairly scrappy game because I just don't think... I can't imagine that we're going to be in our rhythm. So I think I think we'll win. I think we're better than Bournemouth. I just... I don't think we've lost to them in the last, like, six times we've met. So I fancy us to win, but I'm just not expecting a particularly great game of football. Well,
1: Yeah, I think it has the feel of a sort of nil-nil, we win on penalties sort of kind of like the Palace game, kind of attritional. I think the one good thing is we're we're playing on Boxing Day, so it's not the usual League Cup game where you have to field a weakened team because you're playing in three, four days. Mm. So I think we can field a strong eleven. but I think one thing we've learned from the Palace game and Cambridge last season in the FA Cup is that we don't seem... We might talk about being up for Cup games, but I don't think we're actually that bothered. As a set of players. I hope that's different this time. What I'd yeah. like to think is that because oh actually, we're in a situation now where all our play players need minutes as opposed to mm. need a rest. So I think that'll mean a pretty strong lineup. Um yeah. I've got a bit of a theory before the World Cup, World Cup, World Cup, keep talking about World Cup, but before the World Cup there was sort of a a, a thinking that like teams who didn't have as many players in the World Cup might fare better because they get a winter break. And I think that might ultimately prove true over the course of the season. But actually, I mean, I I suppose no club in the Premier League has had like a large percentage of its squad play a lot of football over the course of the World Cup. Like, do you know what I mean? Play like six or seven games. But like, what I'm, I guess, what I'm saying is, actually, the standards at the beginning of, the more your players have played, you might actually do better at this stage. But it's towards the end of the season that they might be more tired than, mm. clubs, yeah, than squads that have had that rest. Now, I think the good yeah, thing yeah. for us is all the teams we're competing with for that sort of top six or top four place. Their players have all played more minutes in the World Cup, and we'll all have midweek games for the foreseeable future, where we won't. So, you would think we're better equipped to get through to the season without major problems.
0: And I think one of the big things is is that because these the squads have been broken up um, for this for this break, where. You know, a lot of the the teams fighting it out at the top of the table will have coaches which drill in, this is the next game, this is how we play, this is the following game, this is how we train, blah, 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 blah. And it's like a regimented uh, thing that builds momentum as the season goes along. And we've suddenly just had this break. So it could be that there is, throughout the league, Uh, a period of time where the like the wheels have to start spinning again before there's real traction and for teams like us because we're not in as many competitions the games will will come at at a reasonable rate so that our like lack of match fitness isn't as impactful as it is for teams like like, like Manu and all the rest of them who are in European competition so we could take advantage of it and I think where the, us and Liverpool are the side in that air in that group that have had the least amount of players play the least amount of minutes at, away at the World Cup so I don't know I just I just want to get back to two points a game for the rest of the season that, that's what how I want.
1: Long, how long has Sean Longstaff for example? Or almaron or any of them. How long have they had off? Have they just been? Have they just been training the whole time? I think they had about a week was off. Was it one week? I thought it was two. Oh, I'm not sure. By the way, yeah. But then they went to Saudi, had the sort of training camp there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Armstrong asks Alexander
0: Isaac, Schrodinger's is footballer. <laughs> I Like that. I don't. I, mean, I don't think it's a surprise. We we weren't expecting him back. Um anytime soon, because it was a really bad injury, and we saw we saw him play against Liverpool. he looked outstanding, so I think because we've got the form that we have, we're not in any rush to to bring him onto the pitch early.
1: Is he the next Carl Court?
0: Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I think he's yeah. a
1: level <laughs> above. I mean that's a yes, of course, but I mean that's a harsh reference to put in. But it it just occurred to me again. I remember Carl Court making an exciting impact and then disappearing, and hearing that he's injured, and it just sort of just the injury stories just seem to roll on and on and on until. Mm. I might be wrong. I feel like Isaac didn't have particularly bad record of injuries before coming to us. You'd have to hope it's a bit of an anomaly. It's not like Wilson where yeah. you're sort of guaranteed t- at least 10 games out every season.
0: Yeah. Right. So, like, uh, go well, on, Dave. Just I said, like I say, that because Wilson's scoring goals and Almiron's chipping in and, you know, Bruno and Trippier and all the rest of them, we have got goals around the, around the, the squad. I don't think we... We're in no rush to, to, to get no. back to the pitch too soon.
1: No, you know, right. looking back to where we were before the World Cup, um, yes, it wasn't a problem at all. We were playing amazingly. Mm. We were playing on Boxing Day away at Leicester, where I would much rather be than Buenos Aires. <laughs> um it's, it's on Amazon Prime. I think all the three o'clock kickoffs are on Amazon Prime. Is that the deal? Anyway, we only uh, care about this one. But that's, I'm quite excited about that, being able to watch us on Boxing Day with my brother. Nice.
0: I'm uh, going to be
1: with the in-laws, so I might miss it. Oh, pathetic. Pathetic. Uh, predictions, thoughts about that game? It's hard to say, really, isn't it? Because you don't know where we're all. Yeah, I would say over the last few months of the season, Leicester was sort of up with us in terms of form after their awful starts. It's sort of it's it depends on which Leicester come back after the break. If it's early season Leicester or mid season Leicester, because they seem like two completely different teams. Do you want to give us a score line? I. Th- think Make of it 2-1 Leicester.
0: oh dave uh 1-1 one, one. i think um i think we're still too good at, in in defence I, I don't think that um i don't think the 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 break is going to impact the back of our team i think it's only going to impact the front
1: i'm going to be positive and say that there's we were flying before the break there's no reason that we can't continue to fly. Fly, fly, fly. Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Okay. That'd be swell. And then maybe, as I know, maybe we'll fit in a podcast before our New Year's Eve game. Uh, so, yeah. any Anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> <Before the day? laughs> Generally? Um, <laughs> just in general. Is there anything you'd like to add before the end of the podcast?
0: Um, the the rumors that we were gonna sign that Napoli winger for like fifty million. I can't even begin to pronounce his, no. his name. Um there is no chance of that happening. He signed for them in July, they're top of the table, they're in the Champions League, like last 16. He's got like eleven goal goals, like he's got six goals, five assists. There is no way he's he's moving this window. Um we're going to get linked with everybody, but just trust that so far the owners have got a really good strike rate with this with the recruitment. So if we are to buy somebody in January, I've got total faith it'll be a good signing.
1: Paul, cool. yeah, just everyone have a really good Christmas and stay safe.
0: Oh yeah, yeah shit! I should have said that. Yeah, Sorry, just yeah. stay
1: safe, guys. <laughs> Yes, Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Not that anyone does anymore. Oh God, here he goes again. Oh god, here he goes. He's off. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, enjoy it and we'll um, see you on the other side. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.